full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM The Fan. Well, it's a slow sports news day. There's nothing going on. Let's just shut down the show. You guys don't need us, anyways. You'd be fine with Doug Golly or the odd couple, whoever the fetch it is right now. You don't need us. There's nothing going on. There's no sporting. Oh, I guess there is. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Full Court Press. I'm Ajay Salveson. Eric Franson. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Oh, man. It's like someone set a pipe bomb off, and it just went off at a very random part of the day. And here we are uh, at 4.02, and the sports wires are just burning themselves on their own. There's nothing random about this at all. <laughs> I mean, it's draft night in the NBA, and a lot of deals get made today. And there was a deal that was going one way for the Lakers, and then all of a sudden, bam, it pivoted a different direction. And then the, and then the SEC is like, hold, hold, hold on. Don't We're still, still thunder. Yes, we still are the main potato, the main dish at the table. Not the MLB, not the NBA. No, not on draft night. So hey, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna steal some of it. I love what Piranhas just tweeted in or texted in. Excuse me, Eric. He wants to start the two-hour show today. He's just ready. We're not gonna wait till Monday. He says, "Let's just do it now." I love it. Uh, text line is open four three five three three nine zero three two one to text in. Uh, we have got a lot to get through, plus we still have pick six. We are going to try to fit everything into 56 minutes of a show. 53, actually, now we're counting. Uh, we've got NBA draft talk, NBA free agency. We've got trades. We've got MLB trades, NBA trades. You've got SEC. You've got... Uh, Olympics. Olympics. I mean, anything and everything we could possibly put into one but show. But wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> Uh, 435-339-0321 a text into the full court press here on 106.9 FM 1390 AM and 1069thefan.com or on the mobile app 1069thefan you can find that and it's for free carry us wherever you go thank you so much for being a part of the show today 404 right now 401 was your kickoff time uh, oh let's not forget we have pick 6 today too we cannot forget that that is a fundamental piece of this program and has been for years on Thursdays since you came over and joined the Full Court Press, Ajay. Um, so we'll continue that tradition today. We don't want to let people down. It's a, it's a snapshot of what might happen this weekend, and we'll see how correct we might be. Hey, to our wonderful listeners who are listening to the show, will you just text in and, and uh, let me know and let Eric know if I mentioned pick six or not? Go ahead, text into the show and and, I think, and let them know and let Eric know if I just mentioned pick six or not. It's worth repeating because you were so afraid of it. You no, didn't want it to go away. That's Eric, why I want to bring well, it up. Well, and this this is a pretty special pick six because it's the final one we will ever do. No, no, that okay? is not true. We are done. 
after after you agreed uh yesterday that you felt bad um that you felt like this was it was like you said you know what aj i'm the utes you're the aggies we've been dominating we don't want to play you anymore <laughs> and so you just cut the wires you said we're done which is unfortunate because i think it's a great rivalry and you said nope not for the radio show a couple things coming in on our Guild Mortgage text line. This is from 9315. Hi, 9315. Leon Rose texting in. Leon! With all the talk of conference realignment, if a team got taken... I'm just going to read this as it's written, and then we'll try to That's interpret it as we go. That's always the best thing we translate after. Yeah. Yep. If a team got take your from the Mountain West Conference, would trying to add Weber State and have them become D1 as a new team for the Mountain West Conference, would it be the right fit? Or they want to stay where they are in the big sky. If not, then who? What do you think at the full court press? Okay, so Eric, I'm going to translate for you. He's asking if a team leaves the Mountain West Conference, which Boise State could. Now, there is some, uh, there's a lot of stuff swirling around the Big 12, and the latest one is from Dennis Todd, who has his ears pretty close to the tracks in regards to Power 5, especially on the west side. Uh, he's hearing that the AAC is taking pretty much everybody else from the Big 12. Texas Tech, Kansas, Kansas State, Baylor, uh, Iowa State, they are taking everybody. West and, Virginia. And, and and it's been said that they have been working on that for quite some time. Well, the AAC is either going to get poached by the existing Big 12 or they will be poachers. So it just seems the most likely because of their footprint, because of their status, the AAC is the most likely conference to be the most affected by this move. Now, could the Big 12 say, we want to be the aggressors, we still want to keep that Big 12 name and history and tradition, so we're not going to let it just go away. We're going to go after AAC schools. Now, if they decide not to, um, see, I originally thought Houston would be a big target for them, but apparently... Texas Tech and TCU are not real akin to that because they don't want to have another school in the conference um, in in Texas. If Texas is going to leave, University of Texas, they don't want another Texas school coming in. So Cincinnati is probably more likely, and then UCF is another likely target. But will they move west? If the AAC schools don't want to budge, if they want to stay in their current setting, it's possible Boise State and BYU would probably be the most likely of targets to go to the Big 12 if the yeah. AAC schools don't play well yeah, they with don't Big play, 12. Yeah, exactly. Which would be, I don't see that happening. But getting to the original question here, would would uh, Mountain West try to get Weber State to elevate? No. No. Sorry, it, Wildcat it, Country, but nah, no way. it's not going to happen. They're in a better situation enough. in the big sky. The Mountain West is – they're not going to try to elevate a FCS program that's not ready to move up. Yeah. I just don't – I don't see that as happening. Uh, one 5 Come on, get Aggie, Aggie legend world champion Sam Merrill on. He's in town. I do have his number. I don't know if he would respond. And he might be one of those like guys who now has three different phones. One's a playtime phone. One's basketball. One's business. I don't know how that works. But I, I still have his number. I should reach out. He probably won't respond. But, you know, such is the case. He used to think 
We were cool together, and then he became an NBA champ, and now he doesn't. Sam, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on. Make that very clear. Dude, he's probably laughing right now. <laughs> we love. 879. Love to talk to you. If Andre could actually win a week, maybe he would enjoy it. Okay, you know what? I'm going to put the meat on the line, okay? Not this week. But next week, everybody, as you know, we start season four of the Full Court Press. Back to two-hour shows, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday. Next Monday, we start that. Eric, time to put the big By the way, why do you call it season four? Full Court Press has been going on for a very long time. Okay, since I started. Okay, how many seasons have you guys done then? Season, how many years? 18. Holy crap, really? Okay, so we're looking at season 19. Okay, of the Full Court Press. Uh, Four to six. I think that's when it was created. 2003. Where's Newbold? Uh, here's what we're going to do. Eric, you're going to put your briefs on, okay, like a man. All right. Next week for pick six, it's all high stakes. Who? I want our listeners to text in punishments for both Eric and myself. And I'm not going to be dumb. I'm not going to use no will of fate. I'm going to pick what the listeners choose. <laughs> So, the listeners get to choose our punishment for whoever loses pick six next week. Not this week. Next week for the opening season 19 of the Full Court Press. All right? Deal? Capiche? All right, cool. 5879, text in. Uh, oh, yeah. By the way, he says, yeah, Ajay sure did mention pick six. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you, 5879. I didn't say that you didn't. I just wanted to oh, reiterate and reiterate. The tone of voice says you said I didn't. Okay. Uh, five You've been trying to skirt around. You're trying to kill off the pick six, and I am not going to allow you to uh, kill it off. Eric, it is a valued member of this program. I have told you time and time again, our listeners don't need pick six. It has a very important our life Our listeners and don't need pick six. Okay? There's nothing enticing about it for them. They don't need it. They probably think it's a boring segment. You and I picking lines back and forth. There's nothing fun about that. I'm trying to predict what's going to happen this weekend. You know, you're trying Things to stick to watch it into for. existence. Our listeners don't care. Uh, 5879 says, uh, I like how Boise State thinks they are too good for the Mountain West, but just lost to San Jose State. Well, it, okay, fair shake, but we probably should be talking on our end, though, if we're talking football. Right? Like, we kind of were on national television four weeks in a row for all the wrong reasons. So we don't have a lot of room to talk. They were in the Mount West Conference Championship. Meanwhile, we forfeited a game to Colorado State. Yeah. Well, look, Boise thinks that they're they are a national program. They think they have a national following. Well, look, they get higher ratings than any other Mountain West team whenever they play. Yes. So they do have something to back that up with. They have more history with competing and winning on a national level. So. I kind of get where they're coming from. Just saying. 9315, Ajay dogging on a famous USU basketball player and seeing how he hates pick six. What is the world coming to? We love pick six. I wasn't Thank dogging you, on Sam. Thank you, Leon. I wasn't dogging on Sam. I'm just saying he's probably big time now, and he probably doesn't want to do it. I mean, maybe he does. I don't know. Hey, uh, Sam, why don't you reach out? Text in 435 <laughs> Tell me that it's you, though. So I know to trust you. 9938 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Whoever loses pick six has to go swimming in Benson Marina. Where's that? I'm going to guess it's in Benson. 
on a flyer. Just kind of a guess. 9938. If you will send me a Google snapshot of exactly where that <laughs> is, I'll make sure I have Eric there and ready to go with his swing trunks and his floaties. I'll need my floaties. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. 4086. So let's say YBU. I'm going to always read it as YBU. I love that. Uh, y, so let's say YBU and Boise State end up in the new Big 12. AAC stays as is. Will the Mountain West pick up North Dakota State? Montana, or would they try and get New Mexico State or someone else like UTEP or Tulsa? Tell me honestly what you think is going to happen. Put your thinking caps on. New Mexico State is an attraction based on where they're at, New Mexico State. Problem is, is it, I mean, it brings zero value for zero. your conference. Zero, zero. Zip, zilch. I think the Mountain West is most likely to try to raid Conference USA and pick off some schools in Texas. Um, I don't see them trying to elevate a Montana, North Dakota state. I don't. I don't see that. I think they'd they'd rather go to something that's somebody who's already established in Division One, who already has the facilities for Division One. Um, I, I think that um, I think geography is important. I don't think they'll go too far afield, but there's not a lot of options in their footprint. So I think that it's more likely that they go to uh, some areas of Texas and try to raid Conference USA. Uh, 2409. I think the only thing listeners don't like about Pick 6 is listening to AJ whine about it all the time. Okay, it's because I've been screwed twice. You guys cheated me out of it. I've never yes, cheated. You, you and Cody, yes, you did. I have the never cheated on Pick you didn't 6. Put in, or you didn't grab the lines and have them written up. You and Cody had a side bet to help me lose, so I wasn't thrilled about that one. And then about two months ago, I also lost one. I've lost six in a row now. Second time I've been on a five-plus losing streak of pick six. Uh, five, three, three, eight. Pick six is the most prominent and anticipated element of the FCP show every week. Signed, no. the Nevada Sports Bookmakers Association. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, saucy. Uh, okay, so let's continue to talk college football for the next five minutes, and then we got to jump right into NBA. Draft night is tonight. Will Namiyash Keta, or where will Namiyash Keta go, I think is the better question. Uh, we have some, uh, Eric's put together a little bit of a chart of where Namiyash will end up at. How does that Lakers trade affect where Namiyash will end up at? By well, the way? which Lakers trade is it? So it was developing one way to go to the Kings and get Buddy healed. And then literally minutes later, it's like, oh, nope, pivot. We're going to send the same players and a pick to Washington so, so we can get Russell Westbrook. Here's the I mean, thing. literally within no, minutes. Shams was wrong. Wojnarowski was tweeting out that it was going to be Russell Westbrook. Shams was like, oh, it's Buddy Hill. And so... And no, Woj was, no, Woj was saying healed. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Go back on his timeline. Are you serious? I'm serious. So, oh, man, people are dogging Shams for no reason then? Uh... Yeah, you're right. What do you know? <laughs> uh, okay. We'll get to that here in just a little bit. We got NBA trades. We got MLB trade. A big, big, big trade going down in the NL West. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, SEC says, you know what? Not so fast. Allow us to be a part of the major sports news table. They have unanimously, Eric, unanimously voted to invite Texas and Oklahoma to join their conference. So much for Texas A&M saying... We're not going to play you, that game. You know what? That was SEC telling Texas A&M either be grateful or get off the table and go back to somewhere else and and enjoy it. 
And they're like, oh, no, we're good. We're happy. We love oh, it. Yeah. We're a great idea. We're okay. We would love to play Texas again. Uh, so there is one final formality before the deal is done. OU and Texas have to officially accept the offer. Duh. That could happen as soon as maybe tomorrow. Uh, the Board of Regents for both Texas and Oklahoma have separate special meetings Friday morning, and that's where the athletic conference membership will be discussed. Uh, Oklahoma's Regents will uh, meet in Oklahoma City. Of course, Texas will meet via a conference call. And the next step is to determine when the move will become a reality. Here is the kicker to all this. Their media rights expire June 30th of 2025. They each owe $76 million in regards to the buyout. But... <laughs> the SEC, being well-pocketed and being so polite to allow Texas and Oklahoma to win, the unanimous vote would tell me, this is just the gospel according to Ajay, that the SEC is going to be like, now nah, let's speed up the process. Here's $76 million to you. Here's a check to you. Send it. Let's go. I think this happens within three years. Well, there's also some speculation that ESPN may be a partner in that, helping it because of their connection with the Longhorn Network. Um, and that uh, they're going to have some funds set aside because when Oklahoma and Texas play, that brings viewership, eyeballs, advertising, and subscriptions. So there may be multiple sources here. Now, uh, their Big 12 president or commissioner was um, l- laying all kinds of accusations at ESPN. Oh, saying that was fun. They well, were partying this. They've been working a long time on this. Wood. They've been bad actors, and ESPN comes out real quick and says, hey, no, we had no part in this. Do not even slander us like this. It was pretty strong and pretty well, and swift. Was, like, exactly. That's the thing. Is like, they, like, they didn't wait. It was almost like they had it in the drafts, and they're like, hey, it's coming, so when it does, just push send right here. And as soon as it came, bam, right there, and they push send, and you're right. It was... Don't blame us for your guys' problems because you guys can't do your job. Don't blame us for that. Uh, it was very stern, uh, well-written, uh, and I think the Bob Bowlesby, the Big 12 commissioner, is going to be sitting on some firewood here pretty soon. Now, he did issue a statement in regards of the Big 12's future. You know how these go, Eric. Quote, we are unwavering in the belief that the Pig 12 provides an outstanding platform for its members, athletic and academic success. We will face the challenges head on and have confidence that the Big 12 will continue to be a vibrant and successful entity in the near term and into the foreseeable future. End quote. Here is the problem. Their future is now dwindling very, very quickly because, and this is just me, Eric, I think the AAC is a very attractive destination for a lot of these Big 12 schools that could turn into being an AP5 conference. Thing is, uh, I, I love the AAC and their optimism and trying to be aggressive here, but the the media deals, the athletic budgets, the facilities are all bigger and better in the Big 12. So I think it is more likely that the Big 12 holds on to its name brand and holds on to the schools, the eight schools that are still there, and tries to just add to who they are. Mm, interesting. I think that's more likely than them just saying, throwing up their hands and saying, we're done with the Big 12, we're going to go to the AAC. And I'm going to go the opposite. I think the AAC still has some vibrancy to it. I think it's still um, it's still an attractive destination. And the AAC, I don't think, wants to lose their squads either. But it, it, And they still have the regional there. And I mean, the, I guess they have the regional aspect there. 
I could see a lot of Big 12 teams just jumping ship and being like, you know, forget it. This thing's over. It's it's going to be interesting. Um, you saw the report that uh, Craig um, Craig Thompson saying that several Big 12 schools reached out to the Mountain West back in 2010. Texas Tech was one of those schools. There's like three of them. <sighs> 11 years later, here we are. Yeah. What, what do you know, Eric? But I just, I don't, I just, I really don't think that's really very probable. Yeah. I think that's the right either. word. Very probable. There's some optimism that some of those in my big head 12 that tells me otherwise, but I don't think Go to the Mountain either. West. I just. I would agree with you. I don't know. All right. We're going to take a break. Oh, side note. In regards to that vote, the Aggie board, the Aggies Board of Regents voted, Eric, 8 to 1 to direct President M. Catherine Banks to vote in favor of extending invitations to Oklahoma and Texas. <laughs> uh, it's a fun world we are in. All right, coming up next, NBA basketball draft night tonight. But before we even get there, we got some major trades on the block. How does it affect the Utah Jazz? And could it affect Nimiyash Keta? It's all coming up on the Full Court Press 106.9, The Fan. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. What now, Chris Paul? He can opt out. He could become a free agent. He could stay there. I'm not somebody who says you should give him 30 plus million for three years because the reality is he didn't play against the best of the best to get to the NBA Finals, and eventually the NBA Finals wore him down. That's just the reality. Of it. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, ah. 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Loveland Living Planet Aquarium takes us outside our everyday lives into a world of discovery. It's a chance to explore our innate curiosity, discover animals from around the world, and experience the all-new outdoor plaza and eco. More to explore at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Reserve your visit at thelivingplanet.com. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750-5151. If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan, across from Angie's. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. 
Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. The health insurance marketplace has reopened. This special enrollment period is available to everyone. If you have been adversely affected by COVID, lost coverage, need to make a change, or simply want to enroll, now is the time we can help. Call 752-9493 to find out how much you could save. More tax credits are being offered, greater cost sharing, and coverage could start as soon as the first. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. 94.93. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Sometimes it's got to be, Eric. Just to get your message across, sometimes it's got to be shortened to the point. Yeah, ESPN's Burke Mag- Magnus, on behalf of ESPN, sent a letter to Bob uh, Bowlesby. And this is what it says. It's short and sweet, very to the point. Uh, Accusations you have made are entirely without merit, apart from a single vague allegation that ESPN has been, quote, actively engaged in discussions with at least one other, unquote, unnamed conference which ESPN disputes, your letter consists entirely entirely of unsubstantiated speculation and legal conclusions. To be clear, ESPN is engaged in no wrongful conduct, and thus there is nothing... uh, Well, part of it's cut off. There is nothing to cease and desist. We trust this will put the matter to rest. ESPN reserves all rights and remedies in connection with this matter. Hi. Go sit in your corner there, Big 12. And think about what you've done wrong. Mm-hmm. So, uh, NBA draft is tonight. Uh, and um, these, I've been looking at a lot of mock drafts, trying to figure out where Nimi might go, what Utah Jazz might do. But it, it could all be very different by the time the draft takes place, which is kind of par for the course with the NBA. Teams will trade picks, and this is the opportune time to trade players. And there have been a couple of big trades going down today, Ajay. Yeah, this is fun. In fact, we were just going back and forth on this before we go any further. 9463. Eric, would anyone in the world look more beautiful in a Toronto Raptors black and gold jersey than Namish Keta? Picks 46 and 47, maybe? It's gold, uh, an alternate color? It is. Okay. Yep, the black and gold. It's actually pretty sweet, too. Oh. I would hey as as long as the guy gets drafted, let's let's roll, let's get saucy with each other here. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and get to some draft or I guess some NBA news nonetheless. Uh, Wojnarowski tweeting out that the Lakers. Uh oh, dude, poor Ricky Rubio. Are you serious? Sorry. Yeah, we'll uh, get to that one in a second. Yeah, oh, the biggest one of of consequences, what's going on with the Los Angeles Lakers. Who are near a deal. In fact, they're actually about to make it official uh, to acquire Russell Westbrook. In return, Washington gets Kyle Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, KCP, and a 2021 first-round pick. Dude, all for Russell Westbrook? Lakers lost that trade, right? Um... Now, well, if it was Buddy Hill... Woj, Woj continues, though. It says, uh, discussions toward a completed deal are largely centered on the draft compensation that would re- return to the Wizards in the trade, whether the deal includes the Lakers 22nd overall pick tonight or perhaps second rounders. But the 
the earlier deal that was being discussed at the Lakers was Kyle Kuzma and Montrez Harrell plus a pick to Sacramento in exchange for Buddy Heald. Dude, that would have been scary. I think that's a better that's deal. That's a better trade without even question. That's why I'm saying Washington won this deal. Oh, my gosh. You get a first-round pick, three very good players, well, key good players, great role players, and you get a first-round pick with it, maybe another one, while they get Mr. Triple-Double himself. Right. Westbrook, an incredible athlete. But I don't know how much he helps teams win. The bottom line. Buddy Heald play would be a, a much better position as an off-the-ball player. He doesn't need the ball in his hands like LeBron and Davis do or like Russell Westbrook would. And he can sit out there and pop threes, and I just think he fits better into their system. You don't have to give up as much to get him. Yeah. I'm, I'm really that, surprised the Lakers pulled Why that they trigger. Pull, yeah, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, so then let me ask you this. Now, with the... Montrez Harrell and KCP on their way to Washington. And the Lakers having... I got to look at this dang thing. The Lakers having... What pick in the draft do they have? Both first and second, Eric. Do you know? Uh, I don't. Okay, so here. I'll I'll help you. Uh, there we go. That is definitely... There we go. All right. so, uh, okay, so the Lakers, Eric, they have the... 22nd pick in the draft in the first round. And then in round two, oh, they don't have a second round pick. Huh. All right. Well, that might blow this door open, but what if in the first round, the 22nd pick, they took the wonderful ninth wonder of the world, Namish Keta? Well, the other thing, too, here to consider is that they have, the Lakers have until August 6th to change some of the the portions of this deal. So they're not totally locked into it yet, but What are your Cubs doing? It's likely if you're going to do this deal, you're going to those kind of players involved, you're going to do it. We got to shut down our Twitter accounts. I'm getting way too distracted. What are your Cubs doing? I don't know. They're totally changing the franchise. That's what they're doing. Praying for you. That's a condolences. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Let's stick back to But that's NBA. not the only deal that's been brokered today so far. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one that that uh, involves a former jazz man who's playing for his country uh, overseas in the Olympics, and that's uh, Ricky Rubio. He's going to be on the move, leaving uh, the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves and headed to Cleveland. That poor guy. Cleveland Cavaliers are acquiring Ricky Rubio, a 2022 second-round pick, and cash for Tarian Prince. Wait, really? They're getting Tarian Prince out of that? Yep. Poor Ricky, dude. (laughs) His career is about... If I'm Ricky, I just retire. He's he's good enough to be kind of a desired asset to try to get, just but also one that they can dangle and move to get something better. Oh, that hurts, man. Yeah, he's kind of in that weird spot. Oh, for uh, okay, for so, some players in so the NBA. Again, I'm so sorry. Help me out. So what do they? So they get Ricky Rubio. What's the other package do it though? So what's the trade? Uh, a second round pick next year, okay. and some cash. 
man. That's brutal if you're Ricky. Oh. All right, Eric, let's go ahead and talk NBA draft here. Uh, it starts tonight, 5 o'clock, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Eric. Are we right? 5? Uh, yes. Yep, 5 o'clock. Uh, your number one pick is going to be Kate Cunningham from Oklahoma State. I would assume with that, your number two pick's probably going to be Jalen Green. Uh, we'll find out if that really is the case. But for the Utah Jazz, who have pick number 30, I believe, in the first round. Is that right? Yep, pick 30. And then in the second round, they don't have a pick, do they? Nope, they don't. That's awesome. So they've got one pick to use. Utah Jazz? Yeah. Yeah, only the number 30 pick. And there's been a lot of speculation. Do they dangle uh, Joe Ingles for a trade to move up? Uh, do they dangle Derek Favors out there in a deal to try to move up in the draft? Or do they stand stand pat where they are? Um, do they just stick with who they have and pick up somebody in that uh, with that 30th pick? And who they pick, man, it is all over the all board. All over the place, yeah. All over the board. Hey, now, by the way, Spence Checkets of ESPN 700 uh, does a really great job. His, he's tweeted out, as tonight's draft approaches, I'm told the thinking around the Jazz is if they do trade out of the draft, it will indicate Jazz Brass believes the trade will benefit the group more than, more than making an actual selection. It's fluid, indicates a source before ending with a, gotta go, talk to you later. Uh, Spence says he'll update as we go along Eric, so we look at these picks right now That the Jazz could select um, Or maybe trade up to get uh, We'll start with this one Quentin Grimes out of Houston He's a 6'5 shooting guard uh, This is uh, by John Hollinger of The Athletic Quentin Grimes would be a great fit for the Jazz I think he would be I too like He a had lot. a great combine um, Some people earlier had him as a low second rounder He had a great combine He moved up um, I, I'm not entirely sure he'll be available. Yeah, that's at number the other thirty. Problem. And that's I think that's that's kind of what people are wondering is if this guy's going to even be available to get there. Maybe the Jazz trade up just to get him. But are you okay trading up to get somebody and giving away a veteran leadership like Joe Ingles? Well, I think it has to be the right situation. If it's just giving away Joe Ingles to get a a draft pick, I and you're only a couple spaces higher. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Okay. But if you move up significantly in the draft to go after the right player that's going to be the right fit, maybe it makes sense. I love Joe, uh, but he is getting older and he's not as good of a defender as he was exposed and we saw during the playoffs. Um, he's a great facilitator and does a lot of great things for the Jazz. He's kind of the secret sauce. But uh, I I'd hate to lose him. But the Jazz do need help at his position. Uh, so, other players that are being considered or talked about in, in various mock drafts. I mean, I looked at over a dozen. Everything, yeah. <laughs> different mock drafts. Uh, Miles McBride, a six-one guard out of West Virginia. Uh, Jaden Springer, a couple different places. I actually like Jaden a lot. Tagged him. Uh, Jaden Springer, he's a six-four shooting guard out of Tennessee. Very young. He's 18. And uh, what... Sports Illustrated, SB Nation, and USA Today all suggesting that's what the, where the Jazz would go. And the thought, seems to be consensus thought here with him, is that he's young, but he has a lot of upside. It may be a bit of a project. We might not see an immediate impact with this guy, like perhaps you'd see with the Quentin Grimes. But 
better to draft him early and put him in your system and train him and, and bring him up than uh, a help now kind of a guy. And then Jane Springer out of Tennessee, the 6'4 shooting guard, uh, as you mentioned. Uh, Joe Weiskamp, the 6'7 shooting guard out of Iowa. Boy, good good wingspan on him. Dead-eye shooter. They said he made about half of his three-point shots. Could be a little suspect defensively, so I don't know how that really helps the Jazz because hmm. uh, they do they do uh, value shooting, but the team also really needs uh, a wing defender, and I don't know that this uh, Joe Weiskamp can do that. John, uh, Josh Christopher at Arizona State, he's a 6'5 guard. That's according to CBS Sports and Yahoo Sports. What, do you know anything about him? I haven't heard his name. Um, just at, uh, looking at him, um, trying to remember some of the – I've looked at a lot of guys, but I think with Christopher they liked his athleticism and defensive abilities, um, if I remember correctly on on him specifically. But, uh, again, six foot five. that's kind of the, the right kind of size that the Jazz need and are looking for. And then uh, Trey Mann out of Florida. This kid's a, he's a great ball handler. Six three point guard. He plays a little bit of the shooting guard as well. That's according to the Ringer and Bleacher Report. I like his ball handles. The problem I have with him is his size and he, he struggles on defense. And if I watched some clips on him. I've seen a little bit on him defensively. He's not as good. And in the NBA, you got to be able to guard. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Joel Ayaye from Gonzaga, six uh, five. Guard who can also handle the point guard duties. Um, you know, we saw his team and how well he did during the NCAA tournament and what he's done on the West Coast Conference. Uh, Greg Brown, the third out of Texas. Now, this is where it kind of deviates. This is according to the uh, New York Post in their mock draft. He's six foot nine, um, plays a small forward and can play the power forward position. Not entirely sure that's the type of player the Jazz are specifically targeting. But uh, if it's best available player, he may be the guy they go with. But that one's a little bit outside of what normally uh, I think the Jazz are are targeting, the type of player that they're targeting in this draft. Uh, and then you have Greg Brown the third. The uh, you, Sorry, you already mentioned him. Sorry, uh, you give me the hard one. Rokas, <laughs> Rokas Jokobaitis from Zalgris. He's uh, out of Lithuania. 6'4 guard, there is some speculation about uh, will he go to a different team uh, in the EuroLeague um, and uh, it can go to a little bit higher level of basketball in Europe or could he be a target for the NBA? Could he be one of those guys that get drafted and, and uh, stays over in Europe for maybe a year before he comes back to the NBA? Um, that's a little uncertain about him. He's projected in several different drafts. Mott drafts as kind of a late first rounder or early second rounder. And then you got Nashawn Bones Highland out of VCU, the guard 6'3 from the Athletics at Harper brought him up. Uh, good shooter. Uh, can get to the rim. Size is kind of a problem. Yeah, 9463 brings up the final one on the draft, uh, mock drafts that I found. That's uh, Ayo Dosonmu. I'm not sure if I pronounced that Nailed right. it. But out of Illinois, he's a 6'5 guard. Uh, Sam Vecini at The Athletic is uh, projecting him to the Jazz. And here's what 9463 says uh, about Dasunmu. Um, he says he was a consensus top 15 pick before he blew it in March Madness. You know, I was just reading something actually just barely because after I saw 9463's text. And do you know, I know what it says word for word? Quote, handled the regular season very well, but when it came to stiff competition and great defense, really struggled, end quote. Well, that's wonderful. 
So a lot by the of way, and I've read a wide few variety things. of different players. That could I've read be a available. few things, dude. They people really like this Quentin Grimes guy, huh? He must be the real deal. Yeah, I liked him. I'm a little surprised he was still as low as he was in some mock drafts. Uh, but he he may not be available when it comes time for the Utah Jazz to to select. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and get to uh, our very own Aggie. We have a chance to have back-to-back years of Aggies getting drafted. This one, of course, is the ninth wonder of the world. It is Namiya Shketa. Uh Eric, speaking of being all over, from 22 to 60, from the Lakers to the Pacers, this guy could end up anywhere. Well, and there were some draft mock drafts that didn't have him, and he was not included. I, I will tell you this. I heard from somebody who was very within the, you know, in the knowledge, uh, the Denver Nuggets had him at a workout and loved him a lot. Really, really liked him. That they wouldn't be surprised if the Nuggets were, were to try to trade in to get back into the draft in the second round and use that pick on Amish. Problem is, is they don't have a pick in the second round. Do you know who does? Pelicans. They have five of them in the second round. <laughs> so maybe you could see some movement in regards of there. But, uh, Erica, looking at the publications, you have... Lakers at 22, and now with the move of Montrezl Harrell, that might make sense. Uh, Pelicans at 35, Grizzlies at 40, San Antonio 41, Nets 44, Raptors at 46 and 47, Philadelphia at 53, uh, Thunder at 55, Charlotte 57, Nets 59, and the Pacers have the final pick in the draft at 60. Uh, those are the possible destinations that some are saying that Namish Kedek could end up at. Yeah, it, similarly, that's kind of all over the place. Uh, if, uh, By the way, if you want to go back through and see where all these mock drafts kind of consolidated into one thing, I, I posted those on, on Twitter. Follow me at E. Franson. But um, look, Nimi has a great skill set. Uh, I think he's got an offensive touch and um, that's, that's better than a lot of centers. Doesn't have really an outside shot as some some big men do, but I think he can develop that in the NBA with that kind of a training. I, I believe he can. He's got the right kind of touch and uh, comfortable kind of facing up against a basket. And that's what I think helps him be more than just a late second rounder. He's not just a rim protector and a great shot blocker. He does have offensive moves. He does have an offensive skill set. So I don't know that he's a first-round guy, but I think he's an early second-round guy. Um, I, I would be shocked if he's late in the draft. Um, I know that the NBA is changing a little bit. The center position is not valued as much as it used to be. It used to be if you were seven feet tall and you could walk and chew gum at the same time, you'd be a very high draft pick in the NBA. But it's changed, and the center position is not nearly as valued as it used to be. But I think because of Nimi's offensive skill set, that puts him, uh, I, I think, still in that low first round, early second round, probably leaning more early second round considering the other talent that is available in this year's draft. Yeah. Uh, Either way, he's going to get drafted. Uh, yeah, that's what I was about to say. So I've, I've got two questions for you. One, do the Jazz, do the Jazz draft a pick number 30, Eric? That's a really, really good question. Um, I don't think they do. They've been pretty regular in making some kind of a draft day trade 
that causes them to move in the draft where they don't have a second round pick. I don't know that they trade out of the draft, but I'm not sure that they stay at number 30 either. I think that they'll, it's more likely that they'll do some trade to move up. And then question is, is first or second round for Namish? I think second round for Nimi. I'm going to say first round for Namish, and I'm going to say the Jazz do not draft that 30th pick. They either move up or they trade it away. But I do not think they'll pick up. Uh, I do not think they'll select at spot number 30 in the NBA draft. Speaking of wildness, craziness, and just flat out confusion, hi, MLB. It's your turn to take the table and uh, uh, get grilled. Uh, we have some major news in trades. Yankees. I've had an issue with having too many right-handed batters. They fixed that in 24 hours. Uh, the Padres are having an issue catching up with the Dodgers and the Giants. They try and fix that today. The Dodgers went and said, oh, we'll try and respond to it, and went backwards, For uh, according to a lot of experts right now. We're going to talk MLB, and of course we have our pick six. It's all coming up here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This is Cache County Fire Chief Rod Hammer asking for your continued help. The state forester has determined that measures must be taken to prevent the ignition of forest and rangeland fires. Therefore, the following acts are prohibited. No building, maintaining, attending, or using any fire, campfire, or stove fire, including charcoal grills and barbecues, coal and wood-burning stoves and tent stoves, at homes and in developed camping and picnic grounds. There is an exception for devices using pellets, pressurized liquid fuel, or gas that include shutoff valves. They are permitted when used in an area at least three feet or more from flammable material such as grasses or pine needles. No smoking except within an enclosed vehicle, trailer, or building, a developed recreation site, or while stopped in an area that is paved or free from dry vegetation. No discharging or using any fireworks, tracer ammunition, or other pyrotechnic devices, including exploding targets. No cutting, welding, or grinding metals in areas of dry vegetation. No operating a motorcycle, chainsaw, ATV, or other small internal combustion engine without an approved and working spark arrestor. On behalf of all the firefighters in Cache County, we appreciate your efforts in preventing wild Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like 3rd Gen Machine right here in Logan. 3rd Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to Indeed.com and search 3rd Gen Machine. Trust me, 3rd Gen Machine is where you want to be. Equal opportunity employer. Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com slash tech. Les Olson Company. This is Bruce Rigby from Cash Valley Bank. People come to me all the time and say, wow, Cash Valley Bank is growing. We are growing and providing banking services to many communities in Utah and particularly here in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank is actively involved in our communities with local people who can make decisions quickly and professionally. We're a community bank and Cash Valley is important to us. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. 
Did you know aluminum cans are 100% recyclable? They can be recycled over and over again. Take your aluminum cans, aluminum siding, and rain gutters to Valley Recycling. It takes 95% less energy to recycle cans than make new ones. In fact, recycling just one aluminum can saves enough energy to power a TV for three years. And when you take your aluminum to Valley Recycling, you get paid. Yes, Valley Recycling pays for aluminum, copper, brass, and other metals. Recycle and get paid for it. That's why they say when you go green, you get green at Valley Recycling. 145 North 10 West in Logan. When it's time for a new haircut, don't cut into your wallet. At New Horizons Beauty College, haircuts, color, highlights, pedicures, and manicures are far less expensive than going to a salon. The students at New Horizons Beauty College are trained in all the latest trends and techniques. You'll get a great look at a great price. Plus, New Horizons has great prices on the products to help you maintain that new look. All services performed by students and closely supervised by licensed instructors. New Horizons Beauty College, 550 North Main in the Clock Tower Plaza in Logan. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. We wrap it up here. Another show, the Full Court Press in the final seven minutes. It's been a busy one for us. Thanks for joining us. However, wherever you're doing, so here on 106.9 The Fan, Eric France and Amaje Salveson. Draft will start here in about 11 minutes. Where will Namiz Keta go and continue his basketball career? You know what's crazy, man? That kid was from Portugal. And when he got to Utah State, he was a skinny bone kid. They said, you need to go to the training table and sit there and eat. And eat. And uh, I love Craig's story about it, um, where he was like, he I guess he like looked at all the food and said, Coats, I can have all this food? It's like every bit of it. Nimish hates that story. One, because he says Coach Smith's accent's really bad. <laughs> um, and two, he makes it sound like he was like this like really poor pig or whatever. And he's like, he goes, but he said, I want to ask Nimish about it. He says, it was true. Like, I had never seen that much food in a table, like in a building like that. I've never seen it before. And his family is very, very poor. They have no money at all whatsoever in any way, shape, or form. This is going to change his life. And his family's life forever. So that's that's a pretty cool story for Namish. Really man. cool, really cool. And he'll be the first player from Portugal. Yep, drafted into the NBA. That would be correct. If I'm not mistaken. That would be correct, man. Uh, besides the NBA draft going on, the uh, free agency for the NBA is not that far away. But it's also a trade deadline is quickly approaching for Major League Baseball and some big deals going down today. <laughs> uh, one of the first ones, Max Scherzer, uh, leaving. The uh, the Nationals, dude, and heading out west out of all the teams, and it's not the Dodgers. Everybody, Dodgers got Daniel Duffy, who's hurt, by the way. Scherzer is going to the Padres, dude. How much of a staff do you actually need? Yeah, the Padres making a real run at the Dodgers, trying to get that uh, uh, National League West uh, position secured, um, at least. Really helping their bullpen, which is already pretty stacked. But then uh, another deal today, earlier today, uh, the New York Yankees kind of being aggressive, trying to improve their their lineup, and they make a deal to get uh, Joey Gallo from the Rangers, um, and uh, helping them out into in, in left field, and thinking, okay, Cubs are doing okay, they're escaping all of this madness, but. <laughs> 
You not always so. got 2015, Eric. Not so. Uh, late uh, reports are that uh, Anthony Rizzo is going to be heading to New York to join the Yankees on first base. Uh, haven't heard anything about Bryant yet, though. There's pretty wide speculation that he will not last, that he'll be traded as well uh, by the end of the day. So the Cubs officially folding the tent and saying, we're going to break it all down and go cheap and then build up from scratch. Hey, you got what you wanted. You got a World Series ring out of it, okay? Yeah, what's frustrating is that they couldn't uh, maintain that level of success. And they've just been getting worse and worse and worse. And that's what's frustrating. Because they've got a lot of great talent. They still have a great core. They just couldn't hang on to it. All right, got to get to our pick six. got about three minutes left in the show. You all know the drill. We each pick three lines, over-unders, yes or no's. And then on Monday, Audio will be announced as the loser. <laughs> Come on now. No, don't, Eric. Don't. Laffy Taffy beat who? Some soccer team? <laughs> All right, we do have limited time here, so let's get right to Hustle. it. Hustle. Okay, go. All right, number one for me, you, uh, France plays Iran. Rudy Gobert rebounds in that game. I'm setting the line at 10.5. Good for you. Uh, rebounds? Yes. Over. Okay, I'm going to take the under. Okay, uh, USA versus Japan in women's basketball. Sue Bird assists, setting it at five and a half. Uh, over. Okay, I'm going to take the under. Uh, USA versus ROC, women's volleyball. Pick the winner. Who? That's the Russians, by the way. Wait, so USA versus ROC? Yes, in uh, women's volleyball. We else, we suck at everything right now. I'm going to go ROC. I'm going to go with Team USA. Okay. All right. Uh, on Saturday, you Darvish and the Padres go against the Rockies. You Darvish gives up two, no, three and a half runs over under. Three and a half? Yep. Uh, I'm going to say under. I'm going to go under two. The Rockies are bad. Gosh dang it. Uh, all right, we'll stick with the baseball. Uh, let's see. Red Sox versus Rays. Rays by two and a half. This is in Tampa, by the way. Rays by two and a half. Over, under. Sorry, Rays versus who? Red Sox on Sunday. Versus Red Sox on Sunday. Yes, that's what I just said. Okay. Uh, you said Rays by two and a half? Yep. Um, I'm going to say I'll take the over. I'm going to take the under. Please, please help me here. It'll be a good game. Yeah, we hope so. Good series. That's what we're praying for. Uh, and then one more, and we will again stick with baseball. Alex Wood of the Giants is on the mound versus Zach Greinke. Really good pitching matchup. Zach Greinke, 10-3. and three. Alex Wood, 9-3. and three. Giants-Astros, Saturday afternoon at 2.05. Who gets the win, Alex or Zach or an other Alex, Zach, or other um, on Saturday? Yep. Uh, I'm going to say Alex. I'm going to say Alex as well. And tiebreaker? Oh, fetch. Let's do score USA versus Czech Republic. Is that who they play? Yeah. 
10680 USA. 106 to 80? Yep. Uh, I'm going to say 100 to 92 USA. It'll be a closer game. It's a better opponent than uh, old Iran. I don't even give a crap, Eric. I'm just here to take the beating so I don't get fined. This is I, I hate fined. this game. You know what? I hope you lose next week so I don't have to jump off a high diving board like someone just texted me or I don't have to go swimming in Benson. I don't even know where that place exists. Benson Marina. Enjoy the draft tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on another edition of the Full Court Press. For this.